get ready. Yeah. Y'all ready for some live shit? Welcome. Welcome to the D, baby. It's all live down here. What you see is all real. What up, though? Welcome back, episode 168 of the What Up Though Podcast. Yeah, we back. Thanks uh, for listening last week. We had the most totalist, totalist, that's a good word today, <laughs> totalist trash uh, experimental mics last week. They didn't look like they was going to be that way. <laughs> yeah, I feel like we could have put the that little felt looking thing on there, but like we tried it with that and it didn't sound right. Yeah. And then I mean, we took it off and it sounded decent, but then... Yeah, I record it was just like garbage. so if you got through last week thank you so we're back to the tried and true yeah um, we appreciate it so sure. yeah another week um so i think last week first off how was your week <laughs> oh shit man um my week was i mean my week's all the same <laughs> lots of work uh Fairly high stress, not a lot of sleep, and then, you know, weekends, chilling. I mean, it, it, nothing, nothing interesting happened. I don't think. Yeah, I don't. Uh, my my weeks are actually my weeks have been pretty tame. Work has been kind of slow, so that pretty much lends me to just doing a lot of interneting. Um, but this weekend, um. I didn't have shit up, so I pretty much kind of, I'm going to say binge, can only watch two movies, but I kind of just watched movies and drink and chilled in the garage and shit. So, I watched uh, The Darkest Hour. That was okay. It had a slow moments, and then I ended up watching Dunkirk, which was kind of cool. Um, but a lot of people were saying, you know, watch, uh, watch Darkest Hour before watching Dunkirk. I heard that too. So you can kind of just see it's just a progression of like the uh the wars and stuff. So and it actually I mean it, it played a part. I don't think you've been totally fucking clueless, you know, watching Dunkirk, you know what I mean? But uh, just watching Dunkirk period without, you know, uh, watching Darkest Hour. But there's a couple of scenes in uh Darkest Hour where they talk about, you know, Dunkirk and the the troops being surrounded by uh um, Hitler and his army and all that shit or whatever. So you wouldn't miss much, but it was kind of cool to see the reference or whatever. So that was uh that was cool. What prompted uh, that? Were you just like, let me just watch these? Uh, well, I I, I like I like I like I like war flicks. So I've been wanting to see Dunkirk came out like last July or some shit like that, and so I've been yeah, wanting to yeah, see that. For a while. And then I think that came out in July, and then. Darkest Hour came out in like December or some shit. Yeah. And then when people was like, you gotta watch that, I'm like, fuck, well. I'm not going to, I, I didn't really want to go to the movies to see it, so I'm like, I'll just wait till it come out on video and shit like that. So, Redbox had it, so I just kind of just went with that. Um, I watched some stuff. Like, I watched, um, what did I watch? Um, I watched The Punisher. A little bit more on Netflix, not much. I'm, I'm maybe like three, four episodes in, so I'm not far into it. Um, I watched. Uh, 
Man, I watched. I, I watched. I feel like I watched kind of a lot of shit, but I can't remember what it was. I watched Jesus and Mero like I always do. Uh, I know there was something else I watched that I can't quite. Oh, uh, Dear White People season two. Oh, how's that? I'm watching that, it's been cool. It's exactly the same as season one. Nothing crazy, but I mean, it's all right. Like, it's not anything where I'm like, oh man, it's phenomenal. But it's like, it's it's cool. It's a good thing to watch when you like already fucked up, mm-hmm. and you just want to just watch some shit. <laughs> so yeah, it's cool. But yeah, I, I I watched a lot of that this weekend. Not a lot, but maybe like two three episodes. Yeah, I, uh, I something else I wanted. To, I can't can't think. I wanted to rent some other shit oh, to Westworld. watch. Westworld. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, but that was that was pretty much it. Uh, I know Friday I got home and so I, you know I get off. You know Friday is just like bet I want to do some shit I want to do. Basically, it's just drinking, smoke cigars. So Friday I got home and I'm like, I'll uh, go out in the garage. Watch the final final, um, which will probably be the final game of the series, of Cleveland and Golden State. Yeah, yeah. And um, I'll do that. And no, then... we was watching that here, wasn't we? No, we watched. That wasn't, we, that that was, was game no, that three. was the last game. That was game three. Yeah, it was game yeah, three. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, I'll, uh, I'll watch that. So I think I had picked up food or some shit. Started. I watched. So I got. I sat on the couch. And by third quarter, I was knocked the fuck out, dog. <laughs> so, wife came to the room, came to the living room, like, you know, why don't you come to bed? I'm like, nah, I'm going to finish it out. So, I fell right back to sleep. <laughs> I woke up, probably about two minutes left. And then uh, I just kind of finished that shit and then just went to bed. But my whole goal was, I was just so fucking tired, though. I was, my goal was to sit out in the garage, have a few drinks, have a sticks. Didn't even make it outside. And that was just like a such a washed ass Friday, dog. <laughs> yeah, I was um my wife was out and I was home with the baby and I put the baby to bed probably around nine o'clock and that was around the time that the game was wrapping up. So I watched maybe like the fourth quarter of the game and some of the celebration and she came home just before midnight and that was when I kinda of, Mid, that was actually like Friday was kind of good for me because that was kind of when I actually started to turn up. Uh-oh. Like she came home and I like hit the drinks and I put on my Jesus and Miro marathon that I do and like I, I had a pretty decent Friday night. Um, I was uh, not feeling so great Saturday, but <laughs> I got I get by. It takes a lot for me to be hungover, but I drank a lot. I did so. Yeah, I didn't get. I didn't uh, like for yeah Friday. I don't even think I even drank anything. I didn't even think I, I didn't even drink anything Friday. I went in. I didn't. Yeah, <laughs> I, I was just tired as fuck, man. It was just the week was just draining, and it was a. Uh, I think I didn't work Monday, so I was still a four day week, and I was just fucking out of it, dog. So like I said, Saturday, I sat out in the garage, had a few drinks, and went and picked up another Buffalo Trace. Bought a few beers I wanted to try, and yeah, Saturday was it. And then you know, Sunday is just like back to the grind and shit. It's like Sunday is like the Sunday depression of like work and shit. Like around five or six o'clock, I just started thinking about work. Like fuck, I got overly fucked up on Sunday. Like I don't know, I can't even remember what the That's fuck. That's like two I was Sundays doing. for you, though. 
Yeah, like, I don't know what the fuck I was doing, man. Like, I was... Did I work on... Did I log on for work on Sunday? I might have. Wait, did I... No, you know, I'm mixing shit up. I did work this Monday. Never mind. I take that back. I'm saying I was off. Previous Monday or this uh, this Previous Monday, Monday, I I took off. This Monday, I actually did work. So, yeah, it's just... So, wait. Okay, never mind. I'm I'm talking about last week going into this week. Uh Uh-huh. I was off, but yeah, this week it's just been a full. That yeah, last week yeah, it was only a four day work week. This week I did work Monday, but yeah. But I I just remember, I turned on. Um, yeah, I think I I think I worked a little bit, and I was uh you know drinking while I was working. Same old, same old. We um, we took uh my daughter over to my mom's house because both me and my wife need to log on for work. And we just, you know, sat outside. We worked. I smoked a, uh, I don't know why I'm trying to remember what cigars I smoked. The listeners ain't going to know or care. But I smoked some cigars. I was drinking and shit. I'm like, all right, I'm going to go pick up. I'm going to go pick her up. When we come back, put her to bed. We can watch Westworld. Cool. We watched Westworld. I kept drinking. I don't even fucking, like remember Westworld from that day. Like, I, I I don't remember shit. I had to watch it all over again. I don't remember shit. Dude, that's so funny. And then, like, up. you know how you can... I don't know. I feel like you gotta be, like, high-level drinking to have this experience. But, like, you can drink so much that when you wake up, you still feel fine. And you're like, oh, I'm straight. But that's because your hungover hasn't hit yet. Because you drank so much so late. Yep. That that's what happened to me that day. So like I I was just recovering from my pneumonia. Like I was I was fine, but I was still kinda like, you know, coughing and shit. But uh she was like cr- the baby was like crying a lot. She like woke up early, like she just didn't have a good sleeping night. And I fell asleep on the couch and I woke up at like three thirty and the baby was crying upstairs and shit and it was like, all right. You know, uh, I think my wife went upstairs to get her and I stayed downstairs, not on purpose, just because I was just like fucked up and shit. And I just stayed downstairs and I was like, yeah, I'm gonna go back to Nigga sleep. Like the but liquor like, had you and shit. But no, but I couldn't go back to sleep. Oh. I was like awake and I'm like, but I felt good. Like I didn't feel tired. I didn't feel drunk. I didn't feel hungover. I kind of like, and I ended up kind of like staying awake. I couldn't go back to sleep. So by the time... 5.30, 6 o'clock rolled around, 5.30, like, that's when I get up to take my kid to school. So I'm like, take my son to school. So I'm like, you know, I feel straight. Took him to school. By the time I got to work, that was when the hangover kicked in. And I was at work just like, man, like, what am I doing with my life? Like, I feel like shit. I got in there immediately. Somebody like, you still all right? You good? Like, you still got that pneumonia popping off? I'm like, yeah. no. <laughs> I would have used that shit for the fullest. No, actually, no. I think I did. I was like, I was like, yeah. I was like, I thought it was gone. I thought I felt all right. But I know I'm still feeling fucked. I, I still feel faded. Like, I don't know what's going on. And then, like, even and actually, I was telling the truth at that point. Because I, I felt good up to that point. So I was like, yeah. I was like, I don't know. I just feel weird. And then maybe like an hour later, I was like, man, you hungover, dog. It just hit you late. So Monday was fucked up for me. I did not function well on Monday at all. But I'm cool now because, like, I got... Uh, by the time y'all listen to this, it's Thursday. That's go. That's my Friday. I got Friday and Monday off. Oh, I got yeah. a nice little four-day weekend nice four popping day, off. Four-day Father's Day weekend. You got big Father's plans? Father's Day weekend. 
My big plans on Father's Day weekend are the same as they always are, which is to not do a goddamn thing. That's my big plan. So um, I hope on Friday to catch some movies. And that's all I really got popping off. We're going over to my father-in-law's house on Sunday. And I already know that's going to be bananas. And the fact that I got Monday off is cool, so I can go over there and get trashed. So that's going to be cool. And then Monday I'll probably just chill out, recover, watch some TV shows off the DVR, shit like that. So, yeah, I got like a four-day weekend planned of like drinking, smoking cigars, and not doing shit. That's that's my plan. And that is the... That is my that's that's my goal every Father's Day weekend is to do that. So that's my plan. Maybe I'll hit up Texas Day Brazil because you know that's my spot. Treat myself. We'll see. But yeah, that's real. I don't I don't really have much going for this uh, weekend. Um, I think Friday I was go out home with my wife and her coworkers, um, coworker and her fiance. She they just they just got engaged. It was kind of cool. Her uh, her boyfriend. They was. They was at one of their relatives' lake house or some shit like that, and um, they was all there. And he kind of like dipped off, and she ain't thinking of it because there's family and friends over. So he goes and he gets on this fucking boat that pulls up to the fucking back of the house and shit with music playing, and it has this big ass banner saying "Will you marry me?" Then he jumps off the boat and walks through the water up to the fucking uh, oh, shore. I know, right? <laughs> it's some real Jesus shit. Like wading through the water. Yeah, <laughs> he walked through the water. It was kind of dope though. So I'm supposed to hang out with them Friday and Saturday. I think I'm just gonna be on some cigar mission and um, go out to Ambassador, probably get some sticks and. Indeed. Sunday, I ain't got shit up. I think I got my car worked on, but I was supposed to go to this minor league baseball game, but I don't even. It's just, it's way fucking far out, and I got tickets from the job. It's great tickets for a minor league game. Well, who is it? It's not. It's, it's not the ti- is no, it It's the like Tigers? super minor. It's not even Tigers. It's like the super minor league uh, team. I forget the name of them because I even got their fucking T-shirt. But I got tickets from work, and it's and it's really good seats and shit or whatever. But it's just way fucking far north, and I don't feel like driving that fucking far. How far? Do you know offhand? Uh, I went out there before. Um, it you is know city. I think it's MLA City or some shit like that. Oh, that's like Flintish, right? Not that far. Oh, okay. But I don't think I feel like doing that shit, so I'm not. But. Um, I'll be back to work Monday, but I'm off Tuesday, so I'm like, cool, I can turn up Monday night. Okay. And be up. Well, my um my nephew's uh eighth grade graduation is Tuesday, and um so I'm gonna do um go there for him. Kind of it's kind of shitty because I normally I'll just be like you know man, his mama go you know I'll just see him later that day or something. Um, but they were supposed to do the grad the eighth grade graduation this this Friday, but. They had blackout days for, like, days that they missed from school because of, like, whatever the reason was. So they pushed the graduation up three days, which brought it to Tuesday. And my sister is going on a cruise on Monday, so she won't even be there. Damn. But they didn't tell anybody until a month before it happened that the days are changed. But I'm like, she already had the shit booked booked and stuff. So, and, you know, no refunds on that. So. Yeah, so she was pissed off about it, and I'm sure she probably cussed them out. Mm-hmm. But it's eighth graders. Why would it matter to move their date? 
they're not finna go to school for these last three days, so I didn't fucking matter and shit. Yeah. It was dumb as fuck. So I took off so I could do that with my nephew and so go to his graduation, take him ID and all that good shit. So uh, yeah. And then so for you guys to work, um Fourth of July falls on like a Wednesday. Yeah. Do they how do they give y'all that shit off? Do they, they give, give y'all Wednesday off? I mean, that's yeah, I was, that's the same shit. So I'm like, and I don't have no time to take. So I can't, I had to like go to work Monday, Tuesday, just randomly off in the middle of the week. And then, yeah, okay. Yeah, I, we get mad people who um, anticipate things like that. So people put in for the Monday, Tuesday, and the Thursday, uh, Friday way in advance. So like we've been maxed out on people off on those days for a little bit. So. Uh, I don't even I don't even think about it. So like I I I'll, all I'll have is the Wednesday. Like I I and I don't care. Like I, I don't take a lot of time off anyway. And then I got my time off at the end of August and September. So I'm like I'm not I'm not thinking about it. I mean a, a day in the middle of the week is kind of cool. So it's like yeah whatever. Yeah. So I, I'm not thinking about it. But yeah they it it does it doesn't matter. We don't like man that'd be days. Good. Like if if that'd be uh, awesome. If can you record on Tuesdays? Me? Yeah. I'm That'd be Wednesday. office if we, we could record that Tuesday instead of Wednesday, so I have to fucking get up oh, early. Oh, yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, so we'll put that in the planning. But, uh, but yeah, so I don't, I mean, I don't have nothing really, I don't have no, no I don't really have no vacations planned this year, so I'm just kind of, yeah, whatever. Kind of weird, cause I think my wife is, she works from home on that day, so, like, do you just, yeah, but she has, like, tons of fucking time off, so I hate her. <laughs> So, anyways, enough about my boring life. Um, so, since the last time uh, we recorded, um, Anthony Bourdain passed away. Yeah, yeah. And we were sitting here talking, talking before we recorded, and I, th- you know, both of us doesn't ha- don't have any kind of degrees in in clinical health or mental health or you know or studies none of that stuff so you know just the whole suicide by depression i guess you would some would call it and it's just so fucking like mind-boggling to me and you just never know what people's going through and shit like that's, you know yeah that's really what it boils down you just to, don't know what people are going through like you know, I I I've, I was a big fan of his. Uh, I was a big fan of his shows. I was just binge watching probably a month ago um, one of his shows on Netflix, and which was supposed to prior to his death was supposed to Netflix was going to end it. Yeah, just that contract wise yeah. supposed to end it, but they extended it. Uh, what's what's that show? Um, Parts unknown. Parts unknown. Yeah, yeah. and so that's kind of cool. People see it's just one of those man. Like it just you just hate. I mean, just one, you hate to see people, someone have to go through whatever they're going through to the point of of suicide. But you just just hate that, like, he's so reverent and so praised now. And it's just like, you just hate, it's like one of those flowers after you're gone type thing. Like, he yeah. was such a dope-ass person. You know, you just kind of wish, you know, that, you know, people would have recognized how dope, you know, he was and things of that nature prior to him fucking dying, like. Yeah, it's, it's like it's almost like you keep it to yourself. Like, like 
I've rocked with Anthony Bourdain for a long ass time, but it was always kind of like it's like fucking like how we watch like now that we old watching HGTV and shit. Yeah, like you just watch that shit, and it's like yeah, yeah I'm watching fucking Property Brothers and right. all this kind of shit, and you just like rock with it. But it's like yeah, you just you know you watch it. And he's you like, just yeah, enjoy it. Yeah, it's like but you don't think like of super praising it and all of that. Yeah. yeah, and it's like and then and then when the person's gone, it's like fuck y'all. I rock with that motherfucker, and it, it like fucking. You know, like Drew and Jonathan on Property Brothers. Like, I you know I watch that shit all the time, and I'm like, yeah, they cool. I love watching this show. Like, I fuck with them. But it's like you don't like pump them up publicly. Like, yeah, uh, Property Brothers, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. But then if they, if one of them dies, it's gonna be like, oh fuck. Like, oh man, I really walk with them. And then it's like now you feel like you like they were underserved while they were alive, and now that they dead, it's like, oh yeah, they were awesome. But, right. like, it's because you take it for granted because you don't expect Oh, them. absolutely take it for granted. You expect Abs- them to die. So absolutely. Like, absolutely. I totally 100% agree. And the weird part of that is, like, you almost feel like you're, like, on a bandwagon almost. Like, yeah, yeah, I really fuck with them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really fuck with Anthony Bourdain. But it's like, you didn't talk about Anthony Bourdain prior to that, but it was because, like, I just, you took it, it for granted. Like, yeah, you just thought I just, he, was, I just, know, he was there. I, I just privately, maybe sometimes publicly acknowledge I'm watching shows and, you know, I, you know, I mean, he... It, like, I've watched a ton of Anthony Bourdain shit. I've watched a ton of Andrew Zimmern, like, Travel Channel, all that kind of shit. Like, I watched a ton of that shit, but it's like, like you that's don't what expect I, that. That's so what like, I... You just watch it and you just Like, the things it. that he, he enjoyed doing, was it's like the things I strive to do travel and fucking eat yeah and meet people in places and shit that's what you know me and my wife like that's what we we did last year we fucking traveled and ate you know we just that was just and 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 to to not acknowledge that he wasn't you know he was an influence would be you know would be crazy because that's the stuff he do and did rather you know so it was just just a just a fucked up i mean like i think I don't know if it was last week that uh, not I'm. Well, I don't know if we. Well, I don't know if we even mentioned it. That Kate Spade it passed as well. I mean, I don't know who that is. So well, uh, <laughs> I, I didn't mention just it. Just fa- in fashion. Um, yeah. But I I know I didn't know much about her other than she made shit. Um. So there was you know you just feel bad for people and family like she had a young daughter and shit like a young kid or something. Yeah. You, you know, and I think you just feel bad for the person like. You know, I'm, I've always and 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 I had to really, like, I guess I don't say check myself, but you know, I used to, I used to hear about suicide, you know, years ago and just stuff like that. And it would just, um, I would say shit like, "Man, I'm not, I'm not that mad at myself to want to, you know." But I realized that that has nothing to do with fucking suicide, you know, and and. The, the the de- depression and things of that nature, you know. So it was like, you know, I I know nothing about why people are doing, you know, shit like that, you know. So you know, it's just just crazy, man. It's just man. The last few years have just been so much so much death, whether it's you know by other causes or suicide. It's just like man, it's like you know when you were younger, you just you didn't for the most part. A lot of people didn't experience you know death as far as friends, families, whatever the case. But it's just like man, it's like once I got over thirty, dude, it just seemed like it was happening all too fucking much, man. Yeah, it's just like fuck it. This is the part of getting old, you know. You know, always joke about you know you know telling kids don't grow up don't 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 catch these responsibilities and yeah all other shit but 
It's just like, man, it's, I don't know. It's just, I don't say depressing. That's not the word I want to use, but it's definitely a buzzkill. <laughs> you know what I mean? To to see all this shit. And uh. I was in a meeting uh, yesterday, and kind of like as an icebreaker, somebody said, like, let's go around a room and talk about what our advice our current selves will get our younger would give our younger selves and somebody mentioned like don't be in a hurry to grow up what's that move your mic closer oh yeah uh don't be in a hurry to grow up and that's a good one man like that's something you think like when you're a kid like yeah i love the uh no like you, you think about what you hate to do like yeah man i hate uh taking naps and all that kind of shit and I want to be able to do what I want to do. And it's like, man, do that. That is like the, the goat advice, like appreciate not having responsibilities and being able to like live a relaxed life. And, uh, I don't know, man, it's, it's sobering to think about somebody who you think got it all and to find out that they, they were missing something. They were missing something to the point of like, I don't want to be here here no no more. Like, yeah, I mean, I've had some rough times, you know, I think when I was, when I was off work for, you know, the years I was off work, like years and I was, I've had some tough times, but you know, I felt, and I think I've always been kind of, I guess, mentally stable, I guess that's the word I could use. Cause mm-hmm. I've never considered like, you know, I don't want to be here no more, but I've definitely like, man, this is fucked up. <laughs> you know what I mean? But yeah. never, you know, to that point, you know, so, you know, it was, it's just you know one of those those crazy crazy things i just you know for people who are having you know those issues i just you know hope somehow you know and that's the thing you know over lately though it's you know it's been tons of tons of posts about you know checking on your friends and stuff like that and that is kind of crazy though that royce put that song out yeah had that song on there to check up on your strong friend yeah and then like bang two suicides like you know but you know what the thing and and i hadn't really thought about it till i saw a post on uh something on on twitter and as much as i felt the song as far as checking on your strong friend it made me wonder like is that just a is 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 that are people really the strong friends or are they just the friends that just need check it up on like i feel like I feel like it's one of those, you know, weird, like, I feel like you can't be the strongest friend if you always need somebody to check up on you. Like the, the, <laughs> the strong friend is the one who is almost like reclusive. Like they ain't going to say shit. They going to check on you, but they going to keep their shit, their personal shit close to the chest. So even, even then you can be like, Hey, you good. And they're going to be like, yeah, I'm straight. And they ain't going to say shit. Yeah, I think strong is in, in quotations because I feel like it's just the person who's not open with mm-hmm. really s- talking about things and shit like that. And yeah. so we assume that they're handling things right and stuff like that. When I guess in actuality, they really aren't handling, you know, things like that. And I, and I was thinking like, you know, I did a post on Twitter, you know, talking about, you know, you know, you know, the, 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 uh, Alonzo Morning gif where he's like shaking his head. Oh, he look like he's like, and then he just gets this moment of clarity. Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like I did a post, you know, saying like, you know, I, um, I felt bad about you know not checking up on some of my friends, but I'm like, 
none of them, none of them niggas checked up on me, and I'm like, oh, okay, well, it's cool, you know. <laughs> but you know, I, like I felt, I felt for me because I have, you know, friends, I, you know, friends, I, you know, at some point talk to all the time, and now you know it's very rare that we talk as much as we used to. But I'm like, man, I ain't nobody hit me up either or whatever. But I was like, I can't really think like that because that's just not how shit's supposed to work. <laughs> you it's know not like saying? people are wearing big signs that say, I'm depressed, check on me. Oh, like, yeah. You, might not, you just flat out just, or just might not just know. Need, yeah, you, you just know? don't know. So how do you, how can you check up on somebody if you don't know they need checking up on? And if a know? person, you know, is in a situation where they're feeling down and stuff, I don't think it's fair to to put on them, hey, let people know because... I don't think it works like that. No, no, that's not. Like, and I'm, I'm kind of like that. Like, if I was depressed and somebody was like, "Hey, man, you good?" And you'd be like, "I'm straight." straight. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. We we use the exact same phrase. Yeah, I'm straight. But But then it's like, are you? Then it's like, are you sure you're straight? And now you're questioning them to see. You know what I mean? I think it just it could just turn fucked up. Would nobody even ask me that though? Because I don't, I don't, I don't. Divulge anything that I'm dealing with. Well, that, and that's my thing. Like somebody said, like, oh, I know you had pneumonia last week. I'm like, I ain't tell nobody. <laughs> like I just dealt with it. Right. I'm like, and if you know, you're you're the bulging. I mean, not bulging. That's not the right word. Pause. You're like bulging. What you um, you're like the. In, <laughs> you have a bulging in, in, heart on. <laughs> and uh, intrusive friend, like you straight. Yeah, you sure you straight? Are you you know, like who does that? You know what I mean? Like I, only if somebody is is displaying or. Like you're an indication to feel like like if you're in person, because I'm assuming if someone checks up or somebody hits you up, you're you're texting, messaging, some yeah. form of of digital communication. You know, like I, I asked my wife, I'm you know I asked my wife, I'm like, you all right? You know, you good? I come in the house just checking in, and she like, excuse me, shit, that, that was loud. Um, <laughs> I come in the house like, you good? So like, yeah, I'm like, you sure? And she be like, what do you mean I'm sure? I said I'm straight, and I'm like. Right. Damn, I'm like sue me for being concerned. Shit, you know what I'm <laughs> right. saying? I'm just making sure you're straight. You know, so yes, yeah, it's, it's a it's a it's a a crazy dynamic. You know, and you always want your friends to be good, but at the same time, how do you know to to say more? Yeah, you know, and, and you can't require them to be open. Mm-mm. So you can't you not can't at be all. Like, oh, you should be more open. And at the same time, you can't be like, I should be more inquisitive. Yeah, so I like it's, it's a weird. Yeah, it's a weird dynamic, man. And I, I think it, like you talk about. Um, um, there's an example I had. Um, fuck, oh, fuck, I can't remember the example, but there was like an example of like, um, somebody who might be going through some shit, right? Like if you had somebody who's, uh, oh, I remember what it was because I had read like a. Um, you know how people put like the series of tweets, like you know, this is number one, number two, number three, and it was like a series of tweets where somebody was talking about how like they had lost their father that year, and they had been feeling down, and their friends had checked up on her, and she was like, "Yeah, you know, I'm good, whatever." Bullshitting, and they knew she was fucked up. Because... Oh, this is the one they unpacked her apartment. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That... Okay. Yeah. I so see. like they and they, and the she was like, "Yeah, my friend was just like, yeah, you know." Like they didn't say shit that she that the friend just hit up the other friends and was like, you know, she she ain't even unpacked her apartment. She done moved in. She been in there for like eight months and shit. She ain't unpacked none of her shit. Let's just go there and you know fix her shit up, unpack her apartment for her, have a nice little friend night, yada yada. And she was like, that was that you know that was the move. But like, 
what if you don't have a, a you know a, a big red flag like that, like a a, a lost parent or a sibling or a child or whatever? Right. What if you don't have that, but you still going through the shit, some shit? People might not know, so it's like it's a weird dynamic that like somebody could be going through something and they don't say shit, and you don't know that they they might not have a big thing like that, but they could still be struggling. It's like it's weird, man, and. There's no way you cannot feel guilty about it either. Like, I feel like I don't like again, I don't know what Anthony Bourdain's like personal life was like. Like, maybe his close people knew he was dealing with some shit. But like, what if they didn't? Like, what if they, they just didn't know? And now they're sitting there like, man, like, I ain't even check up on him. You know, I ain't even really like try to like really dig deep, see how he was feeling, try to help him. And it's like. He might have been keeping that shit close to the chest because that's just how he is. I mean, and you say you didn't know much about Kate Spade, but I was reading some articles about her. And no, I mean, I, I didn't even know who it is. Like, oh, okay. I, I don't even know who she is. Yeah, she's like Kate Spade died. And I was she's like, in, that? in fashion. But I read I some. Known, I, I read some. Uh, some. I was reading some articles about her, and they were talking about how she. She struggled with depression. Her family knew she struggled with depression, yeah. and she. Uh, she started going. She they wanted her to go to a you know a treatment center or what a treatment center or whatever, and at the last minute she decided not to go. And so it's like they knew she was you know having issues. She chose not to you know kind of deal with it. But it's still like, what do you do if they don't go? What do they do if they don't seek you know help or you know things yeah. like that? You know, it's, I I think it's just such a, a touchy ass. Uh, situation you know i just hope man for people who listen or whatever if you if, you know if you're having issues hopefully you know you'll be able to you know convey them in a way to be able to say your save yourself and if you got friends hopefully they'll be able to see the signs because i obviously don't know what the fuck the signs. i mean i don't know the signs from someone being depressed or just having a fucking bad day you know what i mean yeah, like it's like like look at look at one of us like if one of us committed suicide tomorrow like neither of us would know. Like it's not like like I, I like you could be going through some shit, and I feel like you would be the kind of person like I wouldn't even know. So I can't be like, yeah, me check up on him, you know, make sure he's good. Like you would have to like give me some kind of like hint to know. And I'm like, you might not be like that. If, you, if you're would, not, a, I probably wouldn't be like that. Right. If you're not a person that's <laughs> sharing, even if you know we talk, you know, pretty regularly, you know, lively. You know, at, at least, least weekly. At least weekly, you know. <laughs> and but you know, sometimes you you feel like you can deal. I think I think I think another part is I think people feel they can probably deal with it on their own, and it just works itself out or whatever the case. And you know, I don't know. I, I feel like it's so many, so many different avenues or different circumstances. Uh, yeah. I, so forth. I also think that uh, men have a problem with that too, like. I feel like men feel like they can't be open about what they're going through because that makes it makes them feel like they pussy or something like that. Like like they're less of a man to be like I'm dealing with whatever problems and I'm really depressed. Yada yada. Like showing that vulnerability. I feel like men there's like a stigma that men feel like they can't do that. So like you can't have a situation where you know that your boy is going through some shit because he might be low key about it because he feels like it's it's. Yeah, and I hope that stigma, you know, uh, kind of leaves with people. You know, you know, you know. I feel like I feel like like the rash of celebrity suicides that I feel like has been happening lately might help that. I hope anyway. 
I don't know, but I don't know. I I I I feel like it it wouldn't only because celeb. I mean, unless you were like a fan of a person, or you know, it's still a disconnect from knowing a person or whatever, mm-hmm. and so you just don't connect it. Connect it. It's like you know. Maybe I need to talk to more people if this. But then I think with celebrities and just the difference in like celebrities and just us being regular folks is that we we question why they did it based on how we thought their life was so great or something like that. Right. Like Anthony Bourdain is like, dude, you just you you lived the life of the life of you know as far that's as I'm concerned. The most mind boggling to me. Like I would have never. And right, thought. and that's a prime example of like we're we're so confused confused conflicted on why did they do it that i think it kind of somewhat takes away from the fact that they did like like you still wonder like why like how you know you you know you traveled the world you know you met different people you ate you know you ate all of the different all of the foods that's so weird <laughs> you know? like oh he must be straight yeah, he had yeah. mad good food. Yeah, yeah, mad good food. <laughs> he traveled everywhere. I mean, he did things. You know, you know, people are so, you know, in this day and age, are so pressed to to travel internationally and stuff like that, and stamp their passport and all that silly shit. And and I've been international. You have too. So it's not, you know, not anything of bashing that but you know people are so set on doing it. it's a so good it's like an accomplishment to be able to go out of the country and, and i you know I, I i enjoy it as well but those are the things that we aspire to do so you see somebody who's doing all that and m- making money from it and and then we're like fuck they killed themselves like what the fuck were they missing yeah but for you them know? it's probably like the norm like that's not a big deal so like whatever other shit they got going on we don't even think about Cause like for us, that's not the norm. I don't no. I don't travel every fucking day to different venues and different cities and different countries and try exotic foods and shit and, like and, that. And, and if they do, so it, to me, I'm right. like, oh, that's awesome. But for him, that's that's every day. So if they like, do that so much that it's not even valued as much. Like they don't take yeah. weight into, you know. I remember hearing some. I was on Twitter. Some this chick was talking about you know men paying for dates or some shit like that. And you know, insisting on it, and I was, and I was telling her like, if a person doesn't value money, why do they? Why would it matter if they pay for a date? They won't give a fuck what money is anyway, so it don't make it's not a value to them. Yeah. So if a person is fucking rich, take somebody on a date, it's, he's not losing anything because he has all the money. So that's mm-hmm. not nothing to value to him. Whereas someone else may think, oh, he's he's spending money. You know, you know, he likes me. No, I got a lot, bitch. You know, so. <laughs> it don't mean shit to me. <laughs> right? Exactly. So I don't know, man. You know, I just you know for folks that are going through it, I just you know. I just hope that, you know, friends can help and, you know, they can get help if they need it. But, yeah, I have no answers, dude. Yeah. On the lighter side of things, on that aspect, like, I think that my people would know if I was on the brink of that shit. Because, like, like I'd have my shit would have to be tragic for me to even consider it. Like, I, I, I think people would know if I was in that space and... Like, for me right now, like, I was, like, you know, like, joking about it before we started recording. I was like, man, I can't, like, if I felt right now in this moment, I don't know if I could take it anymore. Like, man, I, I man, shit is fucked up, man. My life is crazy. I don't know if I want to live here anymore. My back up, the back of my head, I'd be like, 
at the same time, like, I really want to know how the Avengers movie wraps up. <laughs> so, like, like I'm, I'm going to sit on this until May 2019 because I'm like, I can't come back from this suicide. So even though shit is fucked up right now, if I off myself, I'm not going to know what happens. And I'm like, I really, really, really want to see the fourth <laughs> Avengers movie. So I'm like, Nigga, like, I'm not leaving to the end. Yeah, I, I, I could see me being that way, dog. Like, like even in my worst case scenario, I might be like, man, I don't need to be here no more. Like, I'm done. Like, I need to be up out of here. I'm, I'm cool off of myself after I see the Avengers movie, <laughs> and then I'm out. Like, like that's how I would be right now. Like, but, I, 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 in, in the back of my head, I'm like, man, dog. Like, what was Anthony Bourdain going through, dog? Like, he had such a great life to us but like in his personal life what was he going through that made him feel like he couldn't take it no more and he didn't even feel like waiting to see the Avengers movie <laughs> like like, nah. like man like you it was that bad that on the surface your life was so dope but it was that bad that you you felt like you need to end it before May 2019 like no like hold out man like don't you want to know what happened <laughs> Like, you know it's bad when you don't give a fuck about that. Like, yeah, I'm like, man, I, I don't even know, dog. Like, I know how bad it would be for me to have to consider it. And even then, I would probably still just be like, all right, I'm going to quit my job. Because fuck it. I'm going to kill myself. I'm going to quit my job. Who cares? But I'm a, I, I'm not going to do this until after May 2019. <laughs> like, exactly. let me at least see that movie. And then I'll be like, all right, I'm good. Like, life is complete for me. Yeah, but and that's the thing, I guess, and, yeah. and I don't want to go keep, uh, keep at it too much, but you you just wonder like, there's nothing else I could do here on Earth that just say you know. But I don't know, I don't know. I, I think I, I'm just, I'm it's just, just because I'm a movie head. I'm like, I'm thinking well, I'm like, just talking about just, just, just aside that. from that. Just, I mean, and, and, and even though I know you, you know, on your, uh, your, your playfully joking but about that part i get that i'm just saying i just correlated to just things you want to do in life period and other accomplishments and stuff like you say you know this day i'm i'm you decide this moment i'm taking my life and it's like i don't give a fuck about anything else that's happening in life like i don't want to do anything else you know and it's just like it's that's death it's finite as hell like that is the end yeah, you know and and for me that would be the hang-up i'm like this shit is finite like this that's it I do this, it's ball game. That's it. Nothing coming back. So I need to see Avengers first. And then, <laughs> then I can make that move. That's a, I feel like that's legit how I would be. And I, I I feel like I might divulge enough of my situation that my friends would know and would kind of know that I would be going through some shit. Like, I feel like, you try know, to talk me out of it. I mean, like, hey, talk, Mike, look, I feel like, I feel like we, I would... No, I know you waiting on Avengers, dog. I, I, I know <laughs> after that, after May, after May next year, I feel like I would know some signs of some shit was going to pop off. Yeah, like man, look, I know, I know you contem- I know think, I know you going through some shit. I know you waiting for Avengers, <laughs> but after that, stick with it, dog, because that's it. I mean, it's like you know, I I complain, and you you know, we we have our daily complaints about just fuck shit in life. But I mean, honestly, man, there's now is some of the best times of my life and so you know my my mild complaints are you know just that you know but other than that everything is pretty much as 
as good as it, you know, can be, you know, despite, you know, I know, you know, after my, my brother passed, you know, I was going through a whole lot of that shit, but it was never. That's a, a good example, dog. That, that was, like, it was never a, a moment of feeling like I didn't want to be here, though. It was just a moment of just like questioning how did it happen? What could I have done to, you know, and I still had those questions in my head, you know, what could I have done to make things easier where he never would have been in a predicament to be even be in a situation he was, you know, and that's where I start thinking about it though. So like, like for you and your situation, like you, like, as far as I could tell, like you tough that out, like, as best you could. Best I could. And, like, for me, like, if that happened to me, I I, I can't say I'd be thinking about it just because, like, I feel like, you know, I still got two kids. And my two kids depend on me. So that would be the offsetting por- portion of that. But, like, that's the kind of shit where I feel like people will start to think about it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. You know, and I... And for me, it just, it never, you know, crossed my mind. A lot of stuff crossed my mind, but, you know, ending my life never crossed my mind at that. But it was definitely just heartache and, and just what the fuck and, you know, just wondering, you know, can I just, can I function on a daily, on a daily like I normally do? Like, it's nothing normal anymore. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, you know, and I, I, I was talking to, I was riding with one of my coworkers. And we was it was we was actually going we were coming from we had went to the wake for one of my other coworkers' mom. You said wake? Wake. Oh, okay. Uh and we were coming back and she was saying she's younger, she like twenty twenty ish something. And she was just saying how she's never experienced anyone close to her dying. So wait, you were going for so we were a going wake f- for one of her people? No, another coworker. Okay, I just me and her rode together. And oh, okay. We were going for another coworker, and so we were riding back, and we, you know, she I forgot we got on the subject, and she was you know she was talking about how she's never had anyone close to her die, like no grandparents, no none of that shit, you know. And I was just like, wow, like you know, I my grandmother passed far was on my my mom's side. My grandmother passed far was born. Uh, my granddad passed, you know, sometime in like the late nineties or something. I mean, and then even more recently, my dad passed like five, about four, five, 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 six years ago, four yeah. years ago, and then you know my brother. And so I thought like it might have been longer than that. Yeah, I'm, I'm mixing the years up. Sixteen? No, like no, six years. No, ago. it was longer than yet. Longer yeah. than that. I, my, yeah, because I was still with uh, Michael's mom. Two thousand twelve. Two thousand thirteen. Nah. No, I, was, I think it was longer. Than no, that, I, I lost. I lost my gig because I, 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 the timeline was so fucked up because it was in the 2012. That's when I lost the gig I had, and then it happened the month after that. Yeah, I, I feel like it was like 2010, 11. Oh no, it, 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 it wasn't that far because I was off work 2010. Oh okay. Um, yeah, it's like I remember the timeline well because I started back working in 2011. Uh, the job I was at, I lost in the 2012, and then that happened beginning of 2013. So 13, that's like five or six years now. But it's weird, my 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 memory is like garbage. But I kind of like <laughs> I distinctly remember that time because mm-hmm. I remember you, like you were talking to Michael's mom, not talking, but like <laughs> right, no, like not, not not talking. Like, like I remember like after that happened, we were like in Harmony Town. 
Yeah, because I was talking. I was talking to her about it. Yeah, yeah. you talking to her, and we were like at uh, that club that's connected to the like, seafood market. Yeah, and I don't yeah, think it's even there I, anymore. I remember that like fairly vividly, which is weird because I don't. I feel like I don't remember shit vividly, but I remember. I remember specifically that night. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, that was yeah. So it was like you yeah, know you, the two thousand ten ish, eleven, yeah. twelve range. Yeah, and so I just like I was like, man. I was thinking to myself, you like never had anybody, you know, because that's just like, you're just fairly fucking lucky to not have, you know, have to experience shit like that or whatever. But yeah, so. That's kind of how mine was too. And I'm like, I'm fairly jaded, like, but I I had like a, a, a portion like that with my dad and then my grandma. But like, yeah, it's, it's one of those things where it's like, you can never really know how somebody's going to react to it. Like, for me, I reacted to my situations fairly... I don't know, I'm a fairly detached person emotionally, so it was kind of like, eh, that's, that's what happened, and that's where I am right now. And But then you have other people who... It's, it's a, a situation where they they struggle with it a lot more, and... You yeah, can never, like, it, it it really kind of I don't want to say it depends on the person because that puts a level of responsibility on that person that I don't think they should necessarily have. Well, but I, I know you I, can't. I think you could say depends. I think you could say depends because you know people just just deal differently. Like you know, my sister dealt so hard, so much harder with my brother's death, at least publicly. Than I did. Like I didn't feel the need to be public about. But that that's the yeah. But that's my point though, because like you can never really know how a certain person is reacting to it. So like people who are close to your sister will be like, okay, she going through it. But somebody close to you might be like, you know, I'm dealing. Like or, where you know yeah. you might not know like where is his head at. Right. Right. So you can't right. check up on your strong friend because your strong friend isn't really isn't giving signs. That's like a fucked, yeah. yeah, like a like a red flag. So right. It's so it's so tough, and 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 I don't know why, but with Anthony Bourdain, there was like a lot of uh, you know people saying like you know the check up on your strong friend and shit, and it's like it's so you can't really put like a blanket statement like that because there's so many like people respond to that sort of shit so differently. Yeah, and it's tough, man. And but then at the same time, you as a as a as a person outside of the situation, if if your uh, friend or coworker or whoever is dealing with a situation and they don't say shit and they off themselves, you still gonna feel guilty about it. Like, what could I have done? Yeah. But that, but different people respond different ways. So you might have a person who's very open about it, and you know that they're going through some shit, and you have a person who's not. Right. So, but either way, as as the as the friend or family or whatever, you're gonna feel guilty about that. I'm sure there are people who are close to Anthony Bourdain who feel like they could have done more, but maybe maybe they didn't know. And there's people who maybe who did know and who tried and it was ineffective, and they're just like, well, you know, fuck, like I tried, and they're still dealing with guilt because like I tried, but maybe I could have done more. It's, it's it's so there's no direct guideline of how to deal with something like that like a friend who might be dealing with depression there's no direct guideline because people deal with it in different ways and you can have people who don't say shit so it's it's 
it's rough, man. Like, I know I would feel mad guilty if somebody close to me did something like that because I, I personally feel like I, think, I try to, like... I think everybody feels that you know, they can they could have done something to, to help the situation. Mm-hmm. And which, in reality, maybe so, maybe not. Mostly maybe not. Because what do you do? You know, so you just hope that, you know, you could have. But, you know, I never want to live. I don't want to ever... I try not to live live life trying to figure out what I could have done. <laughs> and that's been a, a big a big struggle, you know, with my brothers. Like I always think, you know, being as my brother, like, what could I have done to, you know but it was like, you know, the situation he was in, I didn't even know he was in that situation. So right. I, I couldn't have said, Hey, don't do that. Don't go there. Don't, you know, do this yeah. or whatever. But then it's like, you know I my brother could have lived in that situation and had a car accident or something or you know something else could have happened where it's out of my control or out of anybody's control or whatever the case so you know you never know man but you know you just hope when it's a a situation where someone feels that they don't want to be here no more that you know hopefully they can you know choose choose differently and and so forth so i say check on all your friends fuck just being a strong fan check on all your friends you know, just just be a lending way. be a lending ear. You know, that's you know, give it. give your 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 senior your random what up those and and you know just be around if they need you and yeah. you know strong you friend weak friend friend whatever the fuck you know so so yeah so shift it, shift it from Shifting. depression shit. Um, um oh what you had something oh uh today was the anniversary of. Uh, the first Bad Boys Championship. I'm sure you knew that. What's today's date? Uh, the 14th. Yep. No. 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 Today's the no. Today Wednesday the 13th? the 13th. 13th. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Today's 14th. I was after 12, but it's the easy, 13th. It's easy to remember because all the championships are on consecutive days. So 89 was the 13th. 90 was the 14th and 2004 was the 15th. <laughs> That's a fan for you. I had no idea. That's <laughs> what it was. <laughs> it's easy because they're consecutive days. <laughs> okay. The years are consecutive, but the days are consecutive. So, yeah. oh man, shame on me for not thinking of that. Yeah, man. Yeah, I posted um, something on Twitter this morning. Yeah, but I, yeah I didn't know. Uh, oh man, shame on me. But yep. I so, I actually know. I, I retract. I'm not my, sure. I'm, I retract my I'm, shame I'm, on I'm, me. I'm sure you knew. Yes, I retract my shame on me. Because I was aware, but it's the 19th anniversary. Mm-hmm. And I thought of that because I was like, 2019, it's the 20th, the 20th anniversary. anniversary. So, yeah, like, yeah I, I, I remember thinking about that earlier today. So, I, I retract my shame because I, I, I was aware. But, yeah, it is yeah it is the 19th anniversary of the first championship, man. One of the uh, maybe like four times in life I've cried. So, <laughs> so yeah, I, I yeah. Or were you like seven? I was, yeah. No, 89, yeah, I was seven. Like, I remember when it happened and I remember being, being at my, uh, uh, my cousin Riley's house. We were over there watching the game and I remember he was here it, last week. Yeah, he, yeah, he, he was here. Last, he was I here forgot last he was week. here. So, was that last week or the week before? That was a week before. It might, yeah, it might have been a week before. Because yeah. I think it was his birthday when we recorded. Yeah, so that was a yeah, week before. Yep. Um, I remember being over his house. I remember watching it. And I remember 
like my like my uncle and them, they had like champagne and shit. Like it was like a <laughs> celebration over there and shit. And I remember uh, either letting us try the champagne or we had like some grape juice or some shit. I think they let us try the champagne they had. They had like some whatever the fuck the cheapest champagne shit is, uh, whatever the fuck it was. But I remember them fucking drinking champagne and everything and shit. It was it was nuts. I I remember that day vividly. I do too. I feel like um, when I was a kid. Uh, one of my favorite things to do was to try to like uh, jump and touch high high things that like the ceiling and shit. Yeah, like the ceiling <laughs> and shit like that. And um, at my grandma's house, she has like a like a uh, like an overhang in her dining room, and that was like my main thing. Like let me let me try to jump and touch that. <laughs> and um, that was like a thing that I was kind of like obsessed with it at, at that time. And I distinctly remember when the pisses, uh, pisses, I sound like I was like drunk as fuck. The the pisses, yeah, the pisses, (laughs) like it was mad Z's in there. But, um, (laughs) when they won the title in, uh, 89, I was by myself, which is kind of weird as a seven year old, but like, I was by myself and I was sitting on the living room floor, Indian style, like my legs crossed. And when they won, I, I don't know if this is facts or not. It could be bullshit. But I remember I in my head, I jumped high enough to touch, touch the ceiling. Like, and I, I don't know if I actually touched it. I don't know if any of that shit happened. But I remember jumping high enough to touch the ceiling in my head. But, uh, yeah, I, I remember that day. Um, yeah, I, I keep all that shit in, in, my, in my head. And I, I guarantee uh, on today in 2019... I will organize something like th- that will be like that. That's a, I'm going to organize something like this is the 20th anniversary of the first championship. I'm going to have, I'm going to, I'm going to do something like I, that's just something I would do. So I, well, I, shit. I know I'm going to have a June celebration a, of some sort. Well, this year, well, yeah, well, I'm saying this year, this month, uh, and I don't know. I have to figure out the day. I probably only could do it from the web on, on a computer, but, uh, um, uh, this is Mark's, Sometime in June marks four years of the Detroit Cigar Club. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what day it is. I'm gonna have to look online. But yeah, four years since this is a, like a dope year for me at least. We had you know, we started the podcast four years ago. Last month we started the cigar club four years ago, sometime this month. And then I ended up getting married at the end of the month, so that was kind of cool, yeah, too. Yeah, that's not important. Yeah, you know, <laughs> marriage, eh, shit happens. But podcasting and, and cigar groups yeah, <laughs> is right. fucking awesome. Yeah, so, um, so yeah, it's a cool year. But, yeah, so what do you this put? championship. Oh, man. Good times, good times. Yeah, like, I, I told you, and that was a sweep, too, wasn't it? Uh, 89, yeah. Yes. 80, then 90, 80, well, 80, Okay. And uh, 04 was 4-1. Yeah, I, I'm... Who who do they beat 90, the second one? Portland. Portland. Yeah, I, I'm... Yeah, that's... Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. I, I did, I, I, I'm actually kind of disappointed in myself that I went through all of today, today not realizing that it was... I'm mad. I kind of wish I... I wish, I'm mad. I, I kind of wish I would have brought this up like 40 minutes ago and this still would have been technically Wednesday. <laughs> Yeah, I'm disappointed in myself, <laughs> especially since I thought of it. Like I just thought of that. Like it wasn't today. I, I don't think, but like I thought of it. I was like, yeah, next year, 
20th anniversary of the title, man. And I spent... Um, so one of the things that I did, like I mentioned earlier, that uh, my wife went out with her uh, co-workers last weekend and that I, you know, I had the baby and all that shit. One of the things I did was I sat and like ran through old Pistons videos because that's what triggered it for me because um, it was the fucking the Warriors the Warriors won a title and I was watching and I was like this celebration is weak to me I, I tweeted it I was like this celebration is weak to me I'm gonna watch the Pistons Pistons celebrations and I spent maybe like I don't know maybe like a half hour pulling up like old Pistons uh, videos and championships and all that shit and I had that thought, like, oh, man, the 19th anniversary is coming up. And then, fucking, I went through the whole goddamn day today that just, not realizing that this is the day of the of the 89 title. That just shows how much life just gets away of all the good shit. Yeah, Like, yeah. just work, just bullshit. Yeah. Oh, man. That was so great, man. So great. Um, so You about to say something, and I cut you off. No, I was about to talk about um some a totally different topic. But um That's cool. So at my job we have this thing um that we have um we just kinda started it. It's kinda like shaky. But it's like uh what they call uh it's called team team member resource networks. And what it is that sounds is that corny as fuck. It is. But like it's called it it the purpose of it is for People who have some sort of unique uh, attribute that they want the company to take a take a greater interest in, and there was an open house for those networks to, today, and I actually am the vice president of a group that is trying to have one of those, like a network or whatever, and I went to the open house today, and. You know, it was cool. You know, you know nothing, nothing too crazy. But um, it had the groups that are already established. I'm going through like, yeah, what y'all doing? You know, what you got planned? You know, what, what kind of uh, events or networking things you got popping off? You know, just convo and shit. Mm-hmm. And um, early in the day, prior to me going to the open house, I talked to where the guys that's in my group. And I said, I'm the vice president of the group that I'm in. He's the president of the group. And uh, I ran to him. And I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm going to the open house later today. You know, he went to, um, they had an open house maybe like, I don't know, let's say like three, four weeks ago. And he, him and a couple other people in our group went and they signed up for groups and whatever. And it's kind of like a, a thing where like, Say, for instance, you got a disability. Uh, they got a group for people with disabilities. They okay. have a group for, you know, women who are trying to, like, you know, find a good footing in, in corporate America. Shit like that. Professional women. Shit like that. And I, I ran to him. And I'm like, yeah, I'm going to the uh, open house later today. I know you went last week. How was it? He was like, yeah, yeah, you know, I, you know, I went around to these different tables and... You know, uh, me and, uh, he's a black guy. He's like, me and, uh, this other guy, we were, you know, hitting up the tables, you know, signing up for various groups. And the guy that he was with was a white dude. And he was like, yeah, uh, we signed up for, joined up for the women group and shit. I'm like, oh, that's cool. Like, you know, you, 
you know, women, women in corporate America have a totally different dynamic than what it's like to be a, a man in corporate America and shit. So he's like, yeah, we signed up for the women group and shit. Just like, you know, show support. You know, we, we know they going through shit, you know, it's crazy, you know, so we signed up for it. We were the first uh, men to sign up for the women's group. Okay. My artist cool. You know, I, I'm going to go later today. And uh, he was like, yeah, we were going around to the tables and uh, they had like a gay group. I was like, did you sign up for that? Like, just fucking with him. Like, yeah, did you sign up for that? He's like, nah, nah, we ain't sign up for that. Yeah, yeah. I was like, when I go today, you know, I probably sign up for that shit. So I went today. And I signed up for I signed up for the he said gay group, but it wasn't gay group per se. It was uh <laughs> Yeah. What the fuck was it? It was just It was LGBTQ, like oh, you know, okay. like all encompassing. It wasn't just gay. It was it was, you know, more encompassing than that. And I signed up for that group and I was like <laughs> I thought it was interesting because whenever they have uh like meetings or events or anything like that. Like I feel like in the back of a black man's head, he's going to be thinking like, I don't want anybody to think I'm gay. I don't want anybody to think I'm gay. And I just looked at it like, you know what? I, I look at the gay or LGBTQ struggle as something that I feel like black people should relate to. And I, you know, I, I went today and I was like, you know what? I'm going to sign up for this group. Cause I'm like, I feel like that group is similar to kind of like the LGBT group. Not the group, but like people in general. I feel like black people should kind of relate to the struggle that they're going through right now. And I feel kind of like a, almost like a personal connection. Like I, I understand what you guys are going through and I feel like it's fucked up and I kind of want to be a part of this. And I just thought it was interesting that I signed up for, I signed up to be a member of the LGBTQ group, even though I don't hit any of those. But it's like one of those for those su- letters. support. Like. Yeah, and I also signed up for the professional women's group because I'm like, now what are you? What now? What would? You, now what? What's the? What's the end game of the professional women's group? To what? What is all the it pro- is? Is it's it's really just like. What do you deal with as a woman in corporate America that kind of like hinders you from uh, progressing forward? Because there's there's all kinds of shit that women deal with in corporate America that is uh, prejudiced that men don't have to deal with. And I feel like That's for a, me, so more so informative about that. What'd you say? So it's more so being informative about that. Informed about that. And just like showing support for the fact that I understand that the the dynamic is different. So I just look at it like, you know what? I understand their struggle and I want to be down with it and show support. So I signed up for that. I signed up for the LGBTQ group and... I don't know. I just I just thought it was funny that I went through there and I was like, let me sign up for shit that I personally don't affiliate with because I don't I don't fall well, I think, into either of those categories. Well, I think I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I, I was just saying like I don't fall into any of those categories, but I thought it was interesting that 
they don't have, I think, support or representation of people who don't fall into that category, but still give a fuck about what their day to day is like. I mean, and I, and I think that's a plus. Um, and we I, need that. Yeah, I, I think that's definitely a plus and definitely commendable. And I think that it, at some point, it should just be normal shit for people to do. You know, hopefully we get to a point where, you know, people don't feel threatened to be around uh, the LGB, the LGBTQ community. Um, it's hard I, to say for, when you've been drinking. Yeah, definitely. Um, sober is, is easy, but if you've been drinking, it's a struggle. And I, I and I know for for I've I've never been homophobic, but I've definitely had moments in my past where I didn't feel comfortable or whatever and it was just stupid and I remember coincidentally almost four years ago to the day well not to the day to the year when I was on my uh, honeymoon we was in Houston and the hotel the hotel I was at next next door was this club that had a balcony on the back like an outer I'm gonna say balcony out like outdoor patio and shit Mm-hmm. So I'm like, as a cigar smoker, this is great. I can go out there, smoke some cigars. There's a bar. And I walk in, and it's a gay bar. And I'm like, fuck this shit. I'm out. And I just felt threatened, like, to be there. I didn't want to be around, the, the you know, the guys there or whatever. And and that's not to say that I'm like, I feel like in my 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 progression of of, of whatever – I just feel comfortable just going to random gay bars. But I shouldn't have felt the way I felt when I was there. Like, I was there for all of 40 seconds, and I'm like, eh, I don't think I want to be here. Because I kept figuring, like, I'm going to be, someone's going to feel I'm gay and then start trying to push up on me and shit or whatever. And, I don't, one, I think it's a misconception that every gay person wants you. That yeah, that's heavy. <laughs> yeah, that and is, yeah. I was I was listening to a podcast. Um, fuck, it's a jail podcast. Um, <laughs> I, ex- I, I get what you're saying, but like, the transition, like, yeah, well, I always think, think I'm gay. It was a jail podcast. So it's a uh, it's a podcast called Ear Hustle. Do you you don't ever listen to Ear Hustle? Nah. Okay, cool podcast. They just talk about jail life or whatever, prison life, and. The last, ep- the most uh, recent episode they had was uh, was basically talking about that community or whatever, and was talking about how you know a lot of guys don't want to bunk with uh, a gay male, and they don't want to be in a cell with a gay male because they feel like they're threatening to them, like they want them or something. Like they feel like every gay male is gonna like try to fuck them or some shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like. No, I mean it's probably straight dudes to do that shit just for power and shit in jail, not necessarily. Yeah. But w- one thing I found interesting is that in um and this is in uh San Quentin. Um this is where they do the podcast at. What I found interesting is that they a lot of people accept transgender males more than they accept just gay prisoners. It's because of the outward appearance. Mm-hmm. They know that that's what they are. They don't accept gay men as much because they look too much like them. Like they yeah. can spot, like you see on the yard, most for the most part, a transgender 
uh, inmate will look or appear more feminine or something right. like that. Yeah. And so they accept them more, but they don't accept gay men that looks like them or whatever. And it's just like, that's just crazy and shit. Like, and yeah. I was, I just thought it was just interesting. The conversations I was just hearing about the, they were interviewing just random guys on the yard or whatever. And they were just talking about, no, nah, I didn't want to be in the cell with another, a gay man. He may try to, you know, he may look at me while I'm getting undressed and, and I'm like, Oh, gay people don't want you motherfucker. Like, <laughs> and, and, and I know, I think I, I've definitely, have, you know, had, those thoughts years ago, you know, but, and that was just the stupidest shit ever, but, but yeah, so I, I, I think that's, that's kind of dope, you know, I hope you definitely report back about your meetings, uh, cause I'm definitely curious about how those go. Yeah, man, I, 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 I look at the, uh, LGBT, LG, ugh, fuck, I've had too much to drink to say that acronym, so, disclaimer, Going forward, I'm going to say gay because it's easier for me to say, but I mean LGBTQ. But, like, I feel like that that community has a an unfair stigma. Like, Oh, absolutely. Like, I, I, I don't... For one, I don't care if anybody thinks that because I'm involved with that group that I'm gay. Like, I don't care. Like, I mean, I... I have a wife. I have two kids. I've never had any kind of thing with any any man. I don't. I don't. I don't think about that shit. It's, but at the end of the day, as a black man in 2018, we have experienced so much shit, and it's been ridiculous and it's horrible. And I feel like, at the same time, we have. Um, uh, gay people who are dealing with similar shit and you have black people shitting on them like oh yeah all this gay shit yeah yeah like I don't I don't understand how black uh how homophobia is so prevalent in the black community because I feel like if anybody should understand what bl- what gay people are going through it should be black people and that's I, not to I, say that the two things are even. No, but I not, feel like you should understand. I don't think I don't think they correlate the struggles. I think they, they don't. just. I think they look at at gays that can. I'm gonna say that community because it's more than gays, but that's uh, why I put the yeah, disclaimer out. <laughs> that community. I think they look at that community as something totally different, or it's even not, or even no, no. I, I, I'm agreeing with you though. No, yeah, yeah. I'm saying, yeah, but yeah and it's not though. Yeah, and it's not and. It's very similar to the to the 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 discrimination, you know, to the you know backlash and shit. And I feel like in some cases that community is discriminated more against. Yeah, and, and I want to do my part to help with that because I, I I feel like as a black man we should be. Um, receptive to what they're going through and i don't i don't care what anybody thinks about me right so i'm just like i want to do my part to help them because i feel a personal connection to what they're going through because i feel like they're going through a a a similar 
Man, that's like the It's hard to say similar because like people were like, they didn't go through slavery. And I'm like, okay, I'm not saying they went through slavery, but I'm saying like they're going through a situation where they are not given the rights of other Americans. I mean, if someone's going to critique critique you for saying similar, well, they don't. Uh, they're just being assholes and not. And, and, and we're not saying if there was yeah. fucking uh, fucking gay, lesbian, queer, fucking slavery movement or yeah, some shit. It, yeah, you we're not saying, saying that. But <laughs> like, they're dealing with a situation where they don't get same rights or respect that other people get. Other, uh, not people, but other minorities might get and i feel like black people should be able to relate to that and ironically black people seem to be the most homophobic people that there are and i'm like i don't think that's cool so i look at it as like you know i'm gonna rock with y'all and i'm gonna do what i can to um further the idea of you guys getting equal treatment and I don't know, man. I I kind of I kind of left from that open house like I want to be what what the I guess overall human should be as far as like how we react and help or deal with your everyday struggles. Right. And like you can't really have a situation where you have gay people who are dealing with whatever. And you only have gay people who are riding with you. Because, like, it's not going to help. Like, you need people who are not gay that ride with you. Because that's how everybody else got on. Like, if you look at, like, uh, you know, black people or women voting or whatever. Or even if you look at it as most recently with Obama being president. Obama wasn't president because black people were like, hey, we need a black president. Like, you needed you need those white people to like roll with you. Like, Hey, this black guy is actually kind of dope. And I just feel like we need more representation, not, not representation. We need more. No, actually, no, actually I take that back. Well, I was, was going to say, a good word. I was going to say participation is probably a good word. Yeah, participation yeah. We need, we from, need from people, people that are, are not in that community. Exactly. So they can at least, they can understand you know, a lot more and just hear stories of, you know, of it. Just get a, a, a good glimpse. Uh, exactly. You know, so, yeah, I think participation so, is, yeah. is, so, is heavy. Yeah. So that's how I felt, man. So I, I, I ran through. I'm like, I'm going to sign up for the LGBTQ group. I'm going to sign up for the professional women group. Because, like, man, like, women in the, uh, in the corporate world, it's fucked up. Like, they get treated very shitty. And when I talked to the group that was there for professional women and they talked about the kind of things that they uh, wanted to meet about and talk about or whatever, like simple shit like if you're a woman in leadership, like, you know, a fairly high position in the company and you're in a meeting with men, how do you make your voice voice heard? Because, you know, men might disregard you. Mm-hmm. And that's not cool. So I'm like, you know, that th- that kind of shit. I'm like, as somebody who I feel like I've kind of had to like combat a lot of stereotypes and and all that kind of shit. Like, I feel like people who are still dealing with that dynamic need somebody who's outside of it to rep for them. And so, um, yeah, I mean, 
I, I just think it's funny. Like, I, 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 I only mention it in the sense of, like, the fact that I was just like, yeah, you know, fuck it, man. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a sign up and I'm gonna join the gay group. I'm gonna join the fucking, uh, the women's group. And I think it's gonna be pretty dope. I'm do looking forward to hearing. The, I'm looking forward to hearing how, uh, how things go. Yeah, they that got, should be they an inter- interesting, uh, interesting class, interesting dialogue. Yeah, man. I, I just feel like with what this country looks like right now, we need more people who are willing to step outside their comfort zone. And be like, you know what, I'm going to help these people who are being overlooked or mistreated, any of that kind of shit. Like, from my position of, I don't want to say power, because, like, as a black man, you don't really have too much position of power. But you might have more, uh, you, you, you might have the man privilege. So, even if you're a black man, you might have the man privilege. And to be like, you know, as a man... I want to do what I can do to help women succeed, you know, that kind of shit. So, you know, I, I kind of want to do my part because I feel like even though as a black man, we kind of get the short end of the stick in a lot of ways in corporate America. I feel like there are other minorities who have it even worse and they could stand to have somebody who might have a say to represent them. No, absolutely. I think, I mean, women, you know, and it's and it's well known that women women get the short end of the stick in the workplace, especially black women. Um, I was talking to my wife, and she was just kind of venting, you know, about my wife. My wife is in in healthcare, and you know, she's been in her job for probably like fifteen, sixteen years, and she still doesn't feel that she's financially at the rate that she wants to be at, or whatever. And you know, for a while she was comfortable with what she was making and where she was and so forth. And I was telling them like, you know, you're, you're worth way more than what they, you know, have you at and stuff like that. So I used to, I had conversations and, you know, just telling you, you know, you should push for more and stuff like that. And so, you know, they did like the string of promotions and she hadn't got the promotion she wanted yet. And so I was telling her like, you know, as in general, just, just black people, you know, and you've been through this, been through this before, is that we as black people have to work way harder than white people at work to get what we want yeah. or whatever. And, you know, I told her, it's like, you know, there's only, you're only going to go so far by them acknowledging you and, and promoting you. At some point, you're going to have to demand what you want and push for what you want to get to where you want to be or whatever. So it's like, you know, your good deeds can, can go un, uh, you know, unnoticed and so forth and things of that nature. Or you're going to be stuck waiting on them to decide, okay, I want to promote, prom- promote you now. But until you, you know, demand, you know, your worth and it's hard, you know, when you, you know, for instance, you know, she's been in her job for, like I say, 50, 16 years. And, you know, she has great pension, you know, she has great seniority and it's a part of her that doesn't want to jeopardize that by trying to push for more. But at the same time, if you don't push for more, you're only going to get what they give you whenever they want to give it to you and shit. Yeah. So, you know, I was just like, you got to push for more, you know, you, you know, because the white girl who has less experience and less time there because she's white is probably going to 
get further and don't let it be a white dude that's been there. Yeah. He's going to be far ahead. Of, and, that's, and that's one of the examples. There's one white guy that's just like ridiculous how how crazy his situation is. And, you know, so, yeah. So, you got to push for that shit, dog. Yeah. I mean, that's just how it is right now. And I've, I, I, I kind of want to try to do my part to help, I don't know, alleviate some of that that dynamic. So I, I hope that I can use my status in the company to to help with that kind of shit. And I, I don't know, man. I, I, I feel like women get such a raw deal and gays get such a raw deal. And it's like... I don't know. It just it just hurts me so bad, man. Because I I I I feel like as as a black man within my company that there's there's a struggle there, right? So as somebody who experiences that, I feel like women have it even worse. So I'm like, I oh, I, yeah, I want to do what I can do to help with that and. I don't know, man. It, it's it's kind of hard to put into words, but I feel like me being open to fraternizing with uh, uh, groups of people who I may I may not be a part of that group, but I can help. I guess convey their their issues or their struggles to people who might not really recognize what they're going through. I feel like I almost feel like it's like a duty for me, man. Like I I don't know, man. I I, I don't know. I, I, I personally feel a connection to the LGBT community because I feel like they go through what black people went through on a junior level, but it's still like, I feel like it's, the two things are so similar that I feel like it's almost like a, I almost feel obligated to help with that because like, I feel like they need that help. And I, I don't know, man, I just want to be a part of that. And oh, that's real though. I mean, that's, yeah, that's real as hell. I don't, I don't, the, level of homophobia that exists within the black community really sickens me because I feel like black people should if anybody should be able to relate to what that community is going through it should be black people and homophobia is like rampant in the black community and, and I, I hate it like I, I, don't, I don't understand how we could have uh, like centuries of this shit and see other people going through what we went through and be like, oh, that's some gay shit. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, how can you be that just like, I don't know, like outside of, of, of what they're dealing with? Like, that's that, that, that was us. That is us still now. Right, current and, time. And to be so like, I'm going to turn my back on you. Like, I, I feel like that's so fucked up. And I don't know. I just want to do what I can to help with that. And if 
if it comes up with like my team or with my people and they're like, oh man, Mike is part of the LGBTQ group. I'm like, yeah, and? Well, I, think I don't, that, I don't I think, have any stigmas about what people think about me. If people think that I'm part of that group and like, oh, is Mike gay? I don't give a fuck if you think I'm gay or not. Like, <laughs> like, I don't care. Like, I mean, I got fucking two kids. I got a wife. And even if I didn't, if I was still, if I was single as fuck, I wouldn't even care. Like, think about, think about me what you will. But I feel like we need to do more in this country to help other minorities. And as I feel like black people are like the champion of like dis- disrespected minorities. So if we can have a say to help people who are like entering into that realm of like disrespected minorities it, it we almost are like required to help those people get to where they need to be at and i don't know i i want to help just because i feel like we've we've dealt through some we've dealt with so much shit and i feel like that community is kind of in the same position and i want to like have some sort of say or some sort of like assistance to help people be like, you know, we've been here. We know what this is like. This is the knowledge that I can impart on you. And I don't know, man, I just want to be involved and things are so fucked up in this country. I just want to, I just want to do what I can to help. To help people feel like they have a place, because they should. I commend it. I think it's a, uh, a dope idea, and hopefully, uh, hopefully the questions that come, I'm, I'm hoping that people ask you about it. And you know, I am too, honestly, because I, I did I did that today. So like, and I'm fully prepared. I'm gonna email my team tomorrow. Like you know, I went to this. To this thing with these groups and I signed up for this group, I signed up for that group and I hope it helps people realize like you know, you you don't have to be a part of that group to care about what their their day to day or what their lives look like. Right. Like it's it, like what what that group deals with is fucked up. So you don't have to be a gay person or a transgender person or whatever to realize that those people are dealing with shit that is similar to what black people are dealing with. And even if you, even if you want to say they're not the same, they're dealing with shit that's fucked up that they shouldn't have to deal with. Black people deal with dealt with shit that was fucked up that they shouldn't have to deal with. And just be like, you know what? I'm here for you. And that's really all. That's actually that's that's all it is for me is for me to be like, I'm here for you. Like I I understand what you're dealing with. I might not be able to relate to it, like not being gay or not being a woman. I might not be be able to relate to it, but I understand because you can, like, you can empathize. You don't have to, you know, yeah. be be that be going yeah, through that got, situation to not. I got a, have I got a, to... I got a female leader, and she's like, you know, what like. The to take uh to uh, into account the uh professional women's group, they talk about like one of the things that they discuss is like the idea of being a woman 
in a kind of like a high-level uh, meeting with high-level men. How do you uh, present yourself in a way that you're taken seriously, but not like? Because like I feel like women like if you if you are um, like uh, I don't want to say a hard ass, but like if you if you're if you're uh, like dedicated to whatever it is you do, like women kind of look like oh like she's a hard ass, she's a bitch, but like a man could do the same shit, and it's just like that's just. That's just what men do, so it's like, I, I, I understand what women have to deal with because like you can be in a meeting with a lot of men and you can say one thing and a man can say the same shit and people will take it seriously and will dismiss you if you're a woman and say the same shit like that kind of dynamic like I I, I kind of want to do what I can to I don't know help with that I I don't know man I, I'm still kind of wrapping my head around it but. I just want to make sure that with so much shit going on with us, man, like the the killings with the police and all that kind of shit and what it's like to be a black man in America, that women or gays or transgenders or whatever can rest assured that at least me, that I understand, like I, I know it's, I know I, I understand what you're dealing with. We deal with that shit on a different dynamic, but at the same time, like we still deal with the same shit. And I support you with what you do. And that was my that was my outlook, man. I hope that I can be. I don't know. Have some kind of impact. I I I don't know what it's gonna look like, but I mean, yeah, you got the right approach for it. So I'm pretty sure any <coughs> any anything you do will probably have a good impact. So yeah, I, I can say I'm looking forward to hearing hearing about the class, uh, the group group discussion. So so the very very last thing that we're gonna wrap up with, and we can talk about it real quick, is um Kanye West. <laughs> Kanye put out. Um, we had the album with Pusha. From the Daytona album, which was, I don't know, what, like, three, four weeks ago? About three weeks ago. And then he put out his own album. And then he put out a uh, combo album with him and Kid Cudi. And I don't want to spend too much time on it because, like, I kind of don't care. But And I kind of can't because I've only listened to Daytona, which I thoroughly enjoy. And I've been listening to it a few times. I, I went through Kanye's album. Excuse me, I went through that once. And then I didn't even get to Kanye Cuddy out. Well, you don't need to. The The point that I wanted to raise is that each of those albums was seven tracks. In my head, if you put out a seven track album, every single one of them joints needs to be fucking banging. Like, every one. Like, I, I, I don't need to skip, sh- skip shit. Like, they all need to bang, right? And I thought... Th- uh, Pusha's Daytona album was pretty close enough to that. Like, I thought all those tracks were pretty solid. Kanye's album, uh, mm, no, not quite. Uh, the joint album I thought was actually better than Kanye's album, but was it better because of Cuddy or just better just because of just in general? It was just better, it was just better music. I, 
the problem with that shit is, man, if you put out a seven track album, every track got a bang, right? And if you have, say, three or four songs off your album that bang, and personally, I don't know anybody who thinks that there are four banging songs of the Kanye joint. If you have three or four out, three or four songs that bang, I'm gonna compare the two, right? So I look at the the uh, the Pusha T's Daytona joint, and I'm like seven tracks. I kind of fuck with all of them. Kanye's joint, eh, maybe three. Uh, the combo joint, four, maybe. That's not a lot of songs, though. It's not. And that's the problem. If you put out a seven-track album, everything got to be fire. all need to be dope. Why are you putting out a seven-track album if you, especially if the the narrative around Kanye's shit was that that motherfucker was in, like, Wyoming with no fucking, oh, my bad, with no fucking uh, outside influences. Like, yeah, I'm just in the middle maybe of you nowhere. Maybe I don't know. Maybe putting together need, this art. Maybe you needed some outside influence for that shit. You must have because, like, don't seclude yourself in Wyoming. Put out a seven track album and everything and ain't four, fire. Three of the songs is dope. Like, what the fuck? Have you 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 said you listened to Kanye's joint, right? Mm-hmm. Dog, there's a song on that. There's a song on Kanye's joint. That nigga has so many garbage verses. <laughs> so many garbage ass lines. Like, he had a line where he's like, uh, your titties let me know like I can focus on two things at once. Like, <laughs> what kind of garbage that's ass not, shit is this? That sounds like some whack ass Lil Wayne line or some shit. Yeah, and then the same song had a line where he was like, um, something about, um, I only care about the outcome or whatever, and then none of us will be here without come. <laughs> like, dog, like, <laughs> what the fuck? I mean, man? he did like, start. He did start his verse on uh, on uh, Pusha T's like scoop, poop, poop, scoop, scoop. <laughs> Some shit he Dog. did. I was like, what the fuck is that? Why are you ruining this man album with this fuck ass scoop, 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 scoop? Like, scoop, I don't, I don't. What do, poop, like, what do we do scoop, about this poop. motherfucker? Like, I don't know, man. I was, I was definitely impressed. With the production for for Push's album, I I I enjoyed all of the production on that album. I thought the, all the production was pretty solid. So far, I feel like that's the best production out of this seven track series. Whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. We do have Nas coming out Friday. Tomorrow? So, well, two days. Yeah. Really? Scheduled supposed to be Nas's album. Man, is this which is seven a, tracks? Which, no, it is. Man. All their albums are going and it's a I thought it was another album that was in that mix. Uh but yeah, seven tracks. I will Man. say though that did you listen to uh Black Thoughts uh Knife Wonder album? Yeah. That was pretty dope for no, yeah, seven. It was. was it seven, eight tracks? Five. That's that five? five. Shit, you're right. It that was, shit was a hot seventeen minutes. You put that shit up in Spotify, it's just like 17 minutes. I don't know why I thought it was more tracks. You're right, no, though. that shit pissed me off, dog. Like, what I, what I learned, why, from, what I learned from that, what I learned from that, it's like everybody's been wanting, I mean, for years, everybody wants a Black Thought solo project or whatever. Fair. Fair. Everybody wanting that. What I've come to the conclusion is that I don't think there's, there's going to be 
a better black thought album than when he performs with the roots because one again fair it's a it's 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 not like he's rapping with many other people. It's typically a Ruth track is typically Black Thought rapping. Like yeah. I think I think there are probably people who figured who who had this envision of a Black Thought album and thought it was going to be like leaps and bounds over any Roots tracks he's ever done or something. No, no. I mean he he had a song with uh, Styles Peters, dope as fuck, and I think that's the best song on the album. But yo, hey, pause. Can we talk about styles though? Like, I don't understand the love for Styles P, dog. You don't like Styles P? No. Really? <laughs> I think that nigga's garbage, dog. Really? I feel like his bars are weak. I, weak. Like very basic. Uh, I don't get I, the love I like fans. Styles P. I like I liked him on the uh like I don't think he was my favorite when the locks. I think Jadakiss is by far my favorite. But the the uh the album he did with Tali was kind of cool. He had a couple of tracks. I really liked his verse on on the Black Thought thing, but I've never like hated him though. No, I mean I don't hate him, but like I I feel like I feel like he's mad overrated. Uh, I I I don't think he's that good, man. I I don't know. Maybe it's just me, but I I don't know, man. I don't think he's that good. I think that's probably I think that's probably built up so much. I feel like that's probably more of a popular opinion than unpopular. Yeah. Um, my unpopular, and we'll have to go into it, that my, <laughs> and Mr. Monotone will probably uh, thrash me for it, but my unpopular is that I've never thought that, one, UGK was the greatest fucking group, and secondly, that Bun B was like a great fucking rapper. I've that's never been my my opinion of them, but that's a whole nother. Un, I'll have to. We could talk about un, un, unpopular opinions on another podcast. Oh, that's a good. <laughs> we could do a whole podcast. We, we could do a that. definitely whole podcast. Like with on the that. with the with the knowledge of a unpopular opinions podcast, I'm gonna come with some heat. <laughs> like, I like that. I like that. It don't even have to be music related. It can be, it can be anything. Un- your opinions, period. Anything. I can, yeah, I can come with. Some I think we need to plan that podcast. Out. I just, I just, I just put the, I just put the, 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 the note out there. Like, yeah, I don't think Styles P is that dope. Like, I, I'm Styles P is definitely not. I don't think he's great, but I, I, I don't dislike him. But you know, I don't but, dislike him either. But I don't think he's that dope. I don't, yeah. th- I don't think he's good at all. I think he's mediocre. Yeah, like my, mediocre as fuck. Like, I don't think he's dope. That's so like, that's I mean, almost my. I think I think UGK gets more credit for just being one of the early groups, but I don't think they were a great group, and I definitely don't think Bun B was like some super. I like. I, I, hey, I, I, I'll hit you with the unpopular opinion right now, and we can wrap it up right after I say this. Okay, just so that we can leave that that dangling thread. Okay. Pimp C ain't really that good. <laughs> he ain't that good. Pimp C mediocre, dog. I would say, I would say, when I think about UGK, I think UGK got bangers. They got dope albums. I think Bum B got bars. I think Pimp C is mediocre as fuck. Like, I, I, like, I, can you envision someone saying Pimp C got bars? I don't think so. 
Nah. I think people just like him, and then I think he benefits from the fact that he's dead. So it's like, anytime anybody dies, people are like, oh, yeah, man, that motherfucker was dope. Oh, he's, you know, all that shit. The Pimp C, to me, was a mediocre-ass rapper, dog. Like, I think UGK is dope, and I think Bum B is dope as a, as a solo. And even then, I don't think he's great, but I think he's, like, dope. But I think Pimp C is, like, he benefits from the fact that he's dead. I think if Pimp C was still alive, he'd be, like, he aight. I don't think I don't think Pimp C I don't think Pimp C got bars. I, I can agree with it. I agree with it. So I don't know if that's an unpopular opinion. I don't know, but I don't think Pimp C, I don't think he got bars. I don't I don't I don't ride with him like that as a as a as a solo rapper, dog. Like, and and you don't even have to do like you don't have to you don't have to dig deep. Play his fucking garbage ass bars on uh, Big Pimpin. That shit was garbage, dog. Like, like for real, it was it was trash. Like his bars on 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 Big Pimpin, garbage, garbage. Convince me otherwise. That's like weird. that fucking meme, like where the where the guy sitting at the table, table and is and like, shit. tell me, like, <laughs> like convince me otherwise. Tell me the Pimpsy's, tell me the Pimpsy's verse on Big Pimpin wasn't trash. It was trash. He ain't that dope. He's dead, but he ain't that dope. That's real. We we can come. I, I I will bring hot takes for next week about uh about some unpopular opinions. Ain't got to be rap, but I will I will bring some hot takes. Duh, I think that could be. Yo, we should we should put that out there. Like we we got a week. Put it out there. Tell me your unpopular opinions. That's real. Let's do that then. Anything. Music. TV. Music. I mean, music. I said music twice. Music. Movies. Music. Any of that shit. Put your popular unpopular opinions out there. We're going to talk about all of them. Every single one. All right. I'm going to put the heat out there that I don't think Pimp C is that good. All right. Well, as you said, we ended on that note. <laughs> Please send us your unpopular <coughs> opinions next week. You can email us. Hey, at what Will the- Smith is better than Pimp C. <laughs> we can- there we go. <laughs> <laughs> email e- email us your unpopular opinions at what up the podcast. Fresh Piss at bars. At Gmail. Uh, <laughs> Our Twitter page uh, at Too Short as a Virgin. <laughs> nah, you just on a other shit now. Uh, you can send those to his Gmail. Uh, his, his, no, I'm sorry. His Twitter uh, at Michael underscore Aaron. Too Short as Gay. Or mine <laughs> uh, at Grumpy uh, underscore Otis uh, with a zero. Uh, yeah, hit us up, and we'll be we'll be pushing this all week. I'm gonna die. So uh, send us all of those, and uh, we'll see y'all next week. Yeah, peace, <laughs> peace. <laughs>